Welcome to The Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering minute number 105, which goes from 1 hour 44 to 1 hour 44 and 59 seconds. Uh, We start with the conclusion of uh, Eduardo's little rant. Uh, He said, sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douche. And then uh, we get an argument between, you know, Mark and um, and Eduardo, where they basically hint at a lot of the stuff that will end up being brought up in the trial, funnily enough. It's really weird because this is towards the end of the film, but everything they mention about stuff being put in the paper, you know, all that kind of stuff, that's that's actually in the future that, that we will find out what that means, but we've already seen it in the past of this film. So it's a, a nice little bit of kind of, you know, by the side of this, Sean is like, what? What's the thing with the chicken? Like, he's he doesn't know what's going on, but obviously as an audience, you know, um, you know what's happening. Um, and then, of course, uh, he kind of delivers the immortal lines, uh, you better lawyer up because I'm not coming back for 30%. I'm coming back for everything. Uh, and of course, Sean then asks security to take him out. Uh, and before he leaves, Sean does one last little thing where he says, I almost forgot. Here's your $19,000. I wouldn't cash it, though. I drew it on the account you froze. In the next minute, we'll get a nice little exchange, the final exchange between Eduardo and Sean in the film. Um, and I think probably the final appearance of Eduardo in the film as well, because I think we're done in the in the deposition. Um, and we'll talk about that more on Monday. But joining me to talk about this minute is Luke Allen. Hello, Luke. Hello. So we get basically the big kind of speech from Eduardo. Um, you know, the the second F-bomb of the film, interestingly enough, um, <laughs> where, you know, he finishes his thought of saying, sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners, which I always love the way that um, Andrew Garfield says that particular line, and the way he goes along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebag. And I love how he kind of gesticulates towards Sean while staring directly at Mark. It was. Um, it really shocked I- me going through these minutes knowing that it was a film i saw a while ago when i was like 11 or 12 and the fact that these that i had the the two uses of strong language and like other bits and bobs of bad language throughout this scene that while i had it on i was sort of like was the film really you know this this strong (laughs) i'm I'm glad to know that it it wasn't all the way through it it just sort of no no surprised me because i remembered it feeling like that when i was younger I remembered it sort of feeling like a real sort of grown-up film, um, but yeah, and and so so for it's for at that point where I was playing it to be actually sort of oh maybe it is how I remember it. I'm glad to know that it wasn't because it doesn't really. Other than these scenes, I don't think it really needs it for the rest of it. And I think I think the thing is as well as like it it kind of makes the point that obviously that's how Mark always dresses the hoodies and the flip flops like that's his signature. And I just kind of like that, you know, he he directs this at both of them. You know, he says his Prada's at the cleaners along with his hoodie and his flip-flops. Like, so he, he, he addresses both Sean and Mark. You know, he's like, sorry, I don't dress like you two. You know, like, I'm either not overdressed or underdressed you yeah. know, like you know sorry i'm just basically going around in you know a basic suit and tie you know and i like as well how like i say everything that's mentioned here you know when he says you know tell me this isn't about me getting into the phoenix and then of course he's like i knew you did it i knew you planted the story about the chicken obviously these are the kind of things that we've already we've already heard about in the depositions and so it's interesting because here th- this is the first time that these ideas are being put towards mark um, and so obviously if Mark was clever, he would remember them and tell his lawyer later on. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, w- as they happen in the film, they're kind of seen as, as being kind of like discovered. 
um, rather than kind of planned out. Uh, but I also do kind of, I mean, you know, Eduardo says he's not signing those papers and Sean says we'll get the signature. Obviously, they never did eventually. So that, that you know, and then as, as Eduardo kind of talks directly to Mark, um, this is this is kind of where Sean is like, you know, what's he talking about? And he's like, seriously, uh, what the hell's the chicken? <laughs> I kind of like the, the kind of commentary that basically, other than Mark and Eduardo, nobody would understand what he was talking about. So it's kind of, it's it's interesting that in this case, like um, Sean is behind the audience. I should specify that I do not know what he's talking about. <laughs> I've not seen this film for a long time. He's talking about the story where he he had to take care of a chicken and he had he fed it pieces of chicken, um, oh, and so okay. it, it, he was accused of animal cruelty. Except, and this is the funny thing about this, he wasn't. Uh, the the whole the film makes a big deal about how he was accused of animal cruelty in the in the um, in the pages of the uh, the crimson but he wasn't there was no such story uh, there were stories about like frats and kind of them torturing animals and stuff but nothing ever identified eduardo um, and that's why i think it's funny that like he says i bet what you hated the most is that they identified me as a co-founder of facebook and i love the emphasis where he says which i am and then of course he says you better lawyer up asshole because I'm not coming back for my 30%. I'm coming back for everything. And the way he says everything is kind of an echo of an earlier scene where Sean Parker was talking to Eduardo. And, you know, Sean, you know, Eduardo said I'd, he'd heard these things about Sean, you know, the party and the girls, various, you know, the drugs. And in response, Sean Parker said, do you know how much I've heard about you? And he just kind of mouthed nothing. And so the slow way that he says everything here is like an echo of him saying, of Sean saying nothing to him. <laughs> um, so I, I just kind of like that. Like, you know, we can understand Eduardo's anger as well. Like, you know, he's basically been reduced to not being part of Facebook. Sean keeps needling him <laughs> all the way through this. And obviously he just can't have a conversation with Mark because Mark doesn't want to get involved in this. Um, and obviously, I mean, I guess it's to Mark's advantage that he didn't get involved in this because if he had, then that would have been, that would have formed part of the lawsuit. But the fact that Mark kind of stays fairly quiet through this whole exchange and just waits for security, um, I think probably helped him a little bit. Uh, but yeah. And then obviously, you know, uh, this is where Sean kind of then puts the final nail in the coffin and is like, I forgot, here's your 19,000, <laughs> which... You know, he, he says, I, 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 I wouldn't cash it, though. I drew it on the account you froze. I think he can unfreeze. I mean, it's Eduardo's account. He can unfreeze the account and have the 19,000 back. That's not a problem. So the kind of the joke, the kind of the punchline doesn't really make a huge amount of sense. But I'm like, it's it's still kind of like a really kind of smarmy move <laughs> to hand him back his money and basically say, I'm not, you know, you're no longer part of Facebook. Um, you know, and that's kind of how he's seen him out. Uh, of course, you know, like I said, in the next minute, we'll get one little exchange after that, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, we'll also get an exchange between Mark and Sean as well about, you know, what's just happened. Um, but yeah, so I, I just kind of I just love Andrew Garfield in this in this film. And I think in these minutes, he's really like, you know, this is kind of him coming out of the film. Like after this, when we go back to the depositions, it's just Mark by himself. Um, you know, there's no more Eduardo in the room. There's no more need to narrate the story. You know, Eduardo's time in this story is done. Um, you know, him him kind of leaving Facebook at this point, that's it. That's the end of Eduardo's story. So this is kind of the end of Andrew Garfield in the film. And what I like about it is that it, it kind of mirrors the way he came in. Like, he wasn't there at the beginning. You know, fa Face Mash was already kind of sort of happening. And then he walks in and kind of becomes part of it. And then he leaves um, and, and that's not there at the end. 
Yeah. yeah, so it's about 50, it's about fifteen minutes before the, the you know he actually enters the film, and again he leaves, and there's still like about another fifteen minutes to go with this film. So, you know, he's and it's the same with the Winklevoss twins as well. Like they kind of enter half an hour in, and they're gone like just after you know just before we get to like ninety minutes. Like that, so that they're, they're kind of the time in the film is is kind of bookended at each end, and I, I, that's what I like about this. Obviously, we still got just a tiny bit left with Eduardo in the next minute, but I I still like how you know, that kind of, you know, you better lawyer up. That was in the trailers as well. Like that was a voiceover line in the trailers where he's like, I'm coming back for everything. And I think, you know, when people were kind of asking as this film was being released, you know, what is this film going to be about? Uh, I think in the trailers, hearing Eduardo saying, I'm coming back for everything was kind of like the hook. It was like, oh, someone's suing him for something. <laughs> Even and, though it's and, 15 minutes from the end. Yeah, yeah, it takes a long time to get there as well. That's the thing. Like the actual purpose of the the deposition, which you know started uh, something like minute twenty one, twenty two, something like that, with Eduardo, it takes us all the way until this point. You know, basically a full hour of of you know the story before we actually get to why he's suing him. But mind you, it's um, the whole Home Alone thing again, isn't it? The bit that people like is actually just like the last half hour of the film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Home Alone, so okay, I would disagree I'll, with that statement. I'll, I'll, I'll um, avoid the, <laughs> the, the conversation. I haven't, I haven't seen three onwards, so it could be completely awful. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm but a yeah, massive the John thing, Hughes the fan, thing, so I'll just. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm a massive John Hughes fan until he started lowering the age of his protagonists below teenagers, and then that's, uh, that's you a, know, you're not a fan of Baby's Day Out, then? <laughs> no, oh, definitely not. No, I, Baby, I Baby's Day should have stayed since in. I was a kid. I don't think I bought it. But I don't think I've seen it since I was younger. I do, I do, I, I do prefer his his peak that I think started with uh, the first Vacation and sort of went into most of his teen films. I'm trying to think what the... I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll have to take your word for it at this particular point. But um, yeah, I, I do think like kind of the point of this film is revealed in the last kind of like 20 minutes, which is kind of weird. You know, like we've had so much deposition to kind of make up this film. And then finally we get this outburst from Eduardo and he basically tells us why he's doing this. You know, he's coming back for everything. He wasn't successful in doing that. He didn't even get 30 percent. But still, he, his threat is is more... It's more known to Mark than the Winklevoss twins because obviously, you know, their threat was just kind of like this ongoing cease and desist and all this kind of stuff. So, like, you know, like the the fact that the, the kind of their case was a little weaker and it was kind of almost like a bit of a surprise to Mark, like that they would even try and sue him because, because he didn't he didn't really see them as having much of a case. So it feels like that's a bit more of a kind of surprising thing. Whereas Eduardo basically saying to Mark's face, I'm coming, I'm going to sue you like directly to him. I guess it's kind of why in those depositions, Mark is like a little bit more maybe engaged because he kind of knows that he has a personal stake in it. Whereas he's so disengaged in all the stuff with the Winklevoss twins because he doesn't care about them because he knows he didn't steal their idea in his mind. You know, whether or not he did is, is something that's kind of up for debate still. But like his his interactions in those those depositions make it clear that he doesn't care about the Winklevoss twins. Whereas in the depositions with Eduardo, it's a different tone and it's clear that, you know, he feels he's got to make his case and he's got to make it clear, you know, that, but yeah. So, I mean, is there anything else to say about this minute? You know, pretty kind of exciting minutes, you know, the kind of, we find out exactly why Eduardo is going to be suing. 
like I said, in the next minute, we get a nice, we get a final little exchange between Eduardo and Sean. That's kind of probably my favorite in the film. Uh, I should say, of course, that this is a movie by minutes podcast. Uh, should you wish to, um, you know, listen to other ones, you can find them at the website moviesbyminutes.com. Um, and, you know, if there is a film that you cannot see on there, then by all means, do start talking about a film. And uh, there you go. You are now covering a film minute by minute. Uh, is there anything else that needs to be said about this particular minute, though, Luke? Um, I don't think so. And the fact that it's it's a good minute. Uh, the flip-flops um, is an interesting uh, thing uh, because I respect the fact that he, he flip-flops are part of his outfit as I am becoming more and more prone to Crocs. And uh, yes, uh, I I just feel like the use of flip flops and Crocs are just great. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if the, if that had happened a couple of years later, it would have been hoodie and Crocs. I feel like that would have been the line. Uh, as it is, they just go with the generic flip flops. Uh, so let's go to plugs then. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Luke? I'll just continue to plug the fact that you can find my podcasts and short films at LukeAllen.co.uk. I'll mention a tiny bit more about my films to spice things up a little. Um, I have released two short films on YouTube. Neither of them are uh, my uh, best effort, which I'm currently working on at the moment as a big jump where I'm suddenly realising that my other films are kind of awful. If you enjoy a little bit of badly directed comedy, uh, you can find my films The 16th Minute, uh, which is about a guy, a short film about a teenager who gets hit in the head by a load of pans and then believes himself to be a famous TV star and the conversations he has with his psychiatrist. Uh, starring a cameo from Greg Austin from Doctor Who's Class. And you can also see Conman Denominator, a short comedy about a conman who poses as a maths teacher, all the while the maths teacher is getting tied up, believed to be the conman, starring a cameo from Carl Pilkington. So, you know, the cameos are hopefully interesting enough, if nothing else is. And I've got a big drama project uh, coming your way soon. And that can be all found on lukeallen.co.uk. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks as well for being my guest here this week, Luke. It's been really great fun. Uh, I apologise for not having the, the, the strongest opinions on different parts of the film. Uh, I, I did intend on watching it this week and I didn't have time. <laughs> and otherwise, I'll see you next week.